Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got everyone's favorite comedy anthology, Not Brand Ech, number 14 from Marvel Comics. This is a fascinating book for several reasons. This is issue number 14 of the book, and issue 13 was published way back in 1969. Between 1967 and 1969 was the original Not Brand Ech, number 1 through 13. And because Marvel did uh, yet another reboot, uh, don't really call it a reboot, I guess, they've gone back to numbering a variety of their comics with the old numbers. But the jokes don't stop there with this comic. The name of the comic itself is a is a joke, not brand ech, is a riff on a popular catchphrase of the day where they would talk about brand X was the competition of a product. You buy this soap and they are talking about brand X, their competition. Well, Marvel Comics, their competition has always been DC Comics. So Marvel made a comedy anthology book poking fun at DC and calling it not brand ech. Something like that. It's kind of weird. You had to be there in the 60s. This particular issue is the third variant cover, which features a positively epic Forbushman jumping at you. Who is Forbushman? Well, the back cover reveals his vital stats. Codename, Forbushman. Real name, Irving Forbush. Height, 5 feet. Weight, 98 pounds. Eyes, 2. Hair, yes. Forbushman's abilities and accessories are dumb luck. Forbush always fumbles his way to victory. Forbushman has the proportionate strength of a schoolboy. Forbush vision. Those looking under Forbushman's helmet are subjected to nightmarish visions. Super Soldier Serum. Radioactive serum allows Forbushman to leap two whole stairs at a time. And fourth wall. Forbushman can speak directly to the readers of comic books he appears in and influences creators of the books. If that sounds a little bit like Deadpool, Forbushman did it first. So this is a joke character, which is quite evident because basically he's got a tin pot over his head with holes cut out. He wears a ratty cape, red long johns with a letter F stitched on the front, and snazzy black boots. Well, the cover is, as I said, pretty epic, and it's by John Tyler Christopher. It's a hyper-realistic depiction of a hyper-unrealistic character. What is the content of the book? It's a variety of short stories, comedic short stories, Marvel poking fun at itself. There's a lot of creative team in this. I won't really... I won't read them off. There's just way too many to list, but some of the names of the stories... Secret Empire Abridged, Forbushman Returns Part 1 Evolutionarily Warped, Love Can Be Nuts, and The Not Next Issue Page. What I liked about the book is that it's, it's funny. It's Marvel poking fun at itself. I almost felt like, how did, they, how did they get away with this? But they is Marvel. How did Marvel let Marvel get away with this? For example, the first story is Secret Empire Abridged, in a fun, cartoony style. Well, everything in the book is funny and cartoony style. They recap Secret Empire in five pages, spilling over into a sixth page, 
and just making fun of every aspect of things. Like when Black Widow appears and says, me and this crack team of preschoolers are just gonna go kill him. So that's the uh, Totally Awesome Hulk, Riri Williams, Miles Morales, etc. team. In that epic battle where Miles Morales is about to beat Cap, Miles screams to the skies, I changed my mind, I'm no killer, take that Bendis! And the absurd nature of that yet another universe-shattering event is summed up. Thus the heroes celebrated their greatest victory yet and pledged never again to make the mistakes that led them here. Or at least not until we need to do another event. Oh, burn. There are then several vignettes, Forbushman Returns, where he talks to some Marvel bigwigs about ideas for his triumphant return. Given the current trend in comics industry, I have some zany and relevant new ideas to share with you. Forbush Girl and Forbush Dinosaur. That's taking Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur into a Forbush style. But it's rejected. Then we got an amazingly cute two-page story of Peter Parker writing some fan fiction about Spider-Man. He ends up depicting Spider-Man as a magical werewolf character. The cuteness level on this story is just over 9,000. Katie Cook really captures that style. There's yet another biting satire against Marvel. Two Marvel bigwigs discussing the profitability of spider characters. Ah, we knew people love spider powers. Yes, the famous powers that a spider has to shoot gobs of string from its hands and swing through the city like an urban Tarzan. But combining that with everyone's love of women named Gwen? Brilliant. So it's basically a send-up of the ridiculousness that is Gwenpool. Because she becomes Gwenpulverine. And then Gwenpulverinaclops. And eventually she becomes Gwenpunishulverine Thoraclops much to the delight of Marvel's bank account. These stories are all pretty fun and funny and weird. There's a Squirrel Girl story where basically you end up with Fin Fang Foom making out with Ratatosker. They of course are Immortal Alien Dragon and Asgardian Squirrel God. In a very funny and very disturbing panel, they really are smooching. The final page is a preview for issue number 15 which will never come. A weird ending to a weird book, to a weird character, from a weird time in comics. You owe it to yourself to check out something totally different than off the wall, so get this comic. And so this week I read Not Brand Ech number 14 from Marvel Comics. If you like this podcast and the other cool things I create, why not head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos and contribute a dollar. That really helps to fund me and keeps me creating great content for you every week. From podcasts to videos to streams. I think it's worth it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.